Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. You with me? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the Love Life Connection podcast. I am so thrilled that you are here. Welcome back to the show if you've been listening for a while. And if this is your very first episode, then I want to extend an especially warm and big welcome to you and trust that you are in for a real treat. And I highly recommend you take a look at the archives of the show. So scroll on your iTunes player, Stitcher, or Google Play and see what episodes really resonate with you. If there's something in the title or the description that really draws you in. I recommend you trust that instinct because there's probably something in there that you're meant to receive or to learn. And you can also check out some of the older episodes on my website. Just go to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode and then type in the number. So veronicagrant.com forward slash episode 29 or 31. So it's just the number. Super easy formula. And that way you can listen to old episodes, check out the show notes and get access to all of the resources that I mention in the podcast episode. So resources like websites that I love, products that I love, old episodes, other podcasts, things like that. Okay, I'm really excited about today's episode. It's a little bit different. You just got me today. And this is going to be a short and sweet episode. I want to get in and get out. And we are talking all about boundaries. And what inspired this episode is some 
actually quite a few, I shouldn't say just one, but quite a few conversations with clients of mine right now, because a lot of times I hear women say, and my clients are definitely included, well, Veronica, I already know what my boundaries are, because I, because, you know, one of the things I want to do is, okay, let where are your boundaries, right? Some of them you're going to learn when you're quote, unquote, on the field, but some things you already know now. So let's just get those really clear. Let's define them. Let's get them on a piece of paper so that we can see them, we can read them, we can feel them, we can touch them, all of that kind of stuff. And people will say, oh, but Veronica, I know what my boundaries are. I'm fine. And they say that, yet they're still in crappy relationship patterns or feeling drained by the people in their life or not really feeling supported by the people that are in their life, whether it's friendships, coworkers, family members. And of course, we can't leave out romantic relationships. So when I teach boundaries, there are three parts and it all begins with a D. So the three D's of boundaries. And really, you have to have all three. You can't just have the first D or the second D, and we're going to get into all of this and expect to have healthy, happy relationships, but it really requires all three. Now, a lot of people, again, will say, well, Veronica, I know what my boundaries are. I know I want this. I don't want that. And that's really great. I don't want to play that down and say, oh, well, you know what? It's not enough because I don't want that to play into this narrative of I'm never enough or I'm never good enough because that's 100% not true. It's like working out. Sometimes the hardest part about working out is just getting to the gym or just putting on your run clothes. And then once you've done that, then it's easy. It's easy to just to just to keep going. And so it's kind of like the same thing here, right? Like you've gotten the first step down, you've actually have been clear with yourself, with what you want in your life, what you want in your relationships, and what you don't want in your life and your relationships. A lot of people never even take that step and just live more of like in this ignorance is bliss kind of state, which might be bliss sometimes, but sometimes it's not because then you can't figure out why you feel drained by everyone in your life or why you feel like you don't really have people in your life who support you. So I've already alluded that the first D of having strong, healthy boundaries is defining them. Now, the thing about defining your boundaries is, yes, I do think you should um, open up a piece of paper, a Google Doc or your notebook, or even having a notes on your notes app on your phone and just like saying, this is what I want, this is what I don't want. I think that's just a good exercise to do. It doesn't necessarily have to be that black and white, but I do think it's just a good exercise to do in terms of just getting your mind thinking that way of like, oh yeah, what do I actually want? What do I actually need? Because a lot of times we're asking ourselves as women, well, what does everyone else in my life need? What does everyone else in my life want? But for, for once, can we turn it around and just ask the question to yourself. So I do think it's really helpful to write them down. But I also just want to note that that doesn't mean that this is what it is forever. And this is set in stone. Sometimes writing down your boundaries really helps you to see and when you then go out into a relationship in quote unquote, real life, whether it's a romantic relationship or platonic relationship, you can kind of say, Oh, well, I thought this boundary was really important, but it's actually not. Or you might say, Oh, I didn't realize that this was something that's actually really important to me. So for example, one of my boundaries is flakiness, I just don't really have a lot of tolerance for it. When I put something in my calendar, I stick to it. And so if I'm trying, you know, I've been talking a lot about how I've been really working to build a new community and friendships here in Denver. And if people are kind of just like, what's you watching? Like, oh, can we reschedule? I can't do it. I'm like, okay, fine. I get sometimes things happen. But when it's like that all the time, then you know what? Like, 
that's fine. <laughs> we can just go down different paths. It's totally fine for me because that's not the kind of people and the relationships that I want to call into my life. And I never really realized that, honestly, until living here in Denver and being in this state of really creating new friendships and a new community. And so that's just a new boundary that I've learned, quote unquote, on the ground. And so that's why I, I do think I want I, I do want you to write it actually down, but I don't want you to get so attached to it that this is what it is forever and always because it's going to change. It's going to evolve as you change and evolve. So once you define your boundaries, again, this is sometimes the hardest thing to do because it's just, it's like just getting to the gym, right? Or just putting on those workout clothes to go run or whatever it is. So the next thing you have to do is actually to declare your boundaries, right? Like this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And you actually have to tell people how you expect to be treated and how you and what your expectations are of them, right? Like if you want someone to send you good morning texts every morning. And I know that sounds so trivial and I use it as an example, but you'd be surprised of how much it comes up with so many different women. And even when Stevie and I, we've done long distance a few times in our relationship, I've always been very clear. I want a good morning text every single morning. I don't care if we're on different time zones. Like, I, I just want a good morning text. I just want to know that, you know, you remember me. <laughs> you remember that you're married to me. And so I've been very clear about declaring that boundary. Now, again, I know that might be a trivial thing, maybe not for some people, but you actually have to ask for what you want and what you don't want. Having the boundary and just expecting people to figure it out or, or, or assuming people should just know it's a really fast track for a lot of disappointment and a lot of arguments and and really unnecessary disappointment and unnecessary arguments because it's not fair to assume someone knows what you want or what you don't want because there's no such thing as universal rules of dating and relationships. Now, the media or Hollywood might have you think otherwise, just because the way they talk about relationships, but that's actually not true, right? Like sex is a big thing when it comes to boundaries. Some people will have sex on the first night, they meet someone, some people won't have sex till marriage. And there's everything in between. And you can't expect your partner to know where you are, you have to be really clear on where you stand. And you have to actually say that now. So that's the second D. So you have to define what you want, for yourself, right? This is a personal exercise. This is just for you. You have to declare. So you have to ask for what you want, tell what you want, um, say what you need, ask for what you need. And then finally, and this is like the big part where I think a lot of people fall off the wagon is you actually have to do, which means you actually have to follow through. Okay, so let's go back to the sex example for a sec for a second. And let's say you don't want to have sex with someone that you're not in a committed relationship with, right? And again, totally fair boundary, any kind of boundary is totally fair, as long as it's it's true for you. But let's say that you're not really in a committed relationship with someone and you do have sex with them. Well, what does that tell them? What is that telling them about the things that you want or what you don't want? It tells them, well, she says she wants this, but she doesn't really really mean it. So I can just cross these boundaries, right? Like our men, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make this comparison, but I'm going to, and then I'm going to give you a caveat that men are kind of like dogs in a way. And I don't mean that in a derogatory sense, but I mean that in the sense, and not even just men, but the people that we date and the people that we're in partnership with and friendships with and family 
relationships with, we teach them how we want to be treated. And this is where really the rubber meets, meets the road, right? Like you can define your boundaries all you want, but if you don't tell them to anyone, then no one knows, you know, how you want or don't want to be treated, but you actually have to follow through on them. So if you don't want to have sex until you're in a committed relationship, you have to A, define that for yourself. B, then you have to declare that to the person that you're dating. And then you actually have to follow through. Because if you don't follow through with it, then again, you're teaching people how to treat you. You're teaching people what your boundaries are worth to you and what your desires are worth to you. And if you go back on your word, then that's giving a really, really not so great message to someone that you are in a romantic relationship with or some kind of platonic relationship with. Now, that doesn't mean you don't get to change your mind, right? Like you, if you decide, oh, well, then maybe I do want to have sex after a committed or before a committed relationship, or maybe you don't have sex until you're engaged or married or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You get to change your mind. So it's not that you just have to declare and then that's it forever and always. You still get to change your mind, but no matter what you change your mind to, you have to follow through. You actually have to do the boundary. So So if you're going to tell someone, well, I'm not going to, um, I don't want to be in a relationship with you or date you until you finalize the divorce or until um, you see a therapist or a counselor for your own issues, or we can have a conversation and not just brush a bunch of stuff under the rug and pretend like nothing was ever the problem or whatever. You have to follow through on that. And that's, this is, I mean, maybe this is the hardest part. I don't know, because this is so hard, because this is when a lot of resistance can pop up. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But the boundary hardly exists if you don't follow through. It's not it's not really real. I, I often jokingly refer to that, you know, that age old question about if a tree falls in a forest, does it make a noise if no one's there to hear it? I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But <laughs> if you define a boundary and you declare a boundary, does it really exist if you don't follow through? Well, no, not really. I mean, you can draw these lines in the sand, but if you're not going to um, uphold them and guard them and tend to them, then yeah, they probably don't really exist. And then the people in your life are going to act as if they don't exist. So let's talk about why doing the boundaries, the follow through part is really hard and why you might have even done the follow through, done the doing, but then met with was met with a lot of resistance and maybe you retreated or doubted yourself or thought maybe, well, I am being too picky or I am being too bitchy or too needy or whatever it is. So I find there to be three big reasons why it's really hard to do the do part of the boundaries. Again, we have to find, declare, do. And the do part, I think, can trip people up a lot. And the first reason is because people are probably not going to like it, especially if you start maybe declaring and following through on some boundaries with family members or coworkers or friendships when you're not going to just be the yes person all the time. You're not going to be the people pleaser. You're not going to be the doormat. People are going to start calling you selfish. They're going to resist it. They're not going to like it. And here's the thing. Most of those people that are going to give you a lot of pushback for you following through on your boundaries, they're probably giving you that pushback because they probably benefited from you not being true to your own self and not being true to your boundaries, right? So if you're the people pleaser and you're always there to help or you're always there to let them just, you know, vent, 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 but not ever allow you any space to share what's going on for you or ask for support, then yeah, they're probably not going to like it because that's you're someone that they unfairly relied on. Or if you, you know, 
I think you can go with any kind of example, but if you um, made a boundary around how you're not going to have a relationship maybe with a family member or a friendship until you can get some of the air cleared, people aren't going to like that. They're going to think, well, you're just being too much. You're just being too picky. You're just being too whatever, right? I mean, the, the list of name calling could certainly go on. And again, they benefited from you in some way for you not not honoring your boundary. They had this person maybe to have as a drinking buddy or to have someone to come over when they got lonely or whatever it is. But you're saying no longer and they don't like it because they don't have that crutch anymore and you're taking that crutch away from them and you shouldn't be their crutch. Um, And the next reason is why I think it's really hard to actually do your boundaries, follow through with them, is that you're probably going to outgrow some relationships. And here I mean mostly friendships and maybe even family relationships. And this is so hard and it's so painful. And I cannot tell you how many times I have coached women through this in the tribe and the love incubator and with my private clients. This is normal. If you feel yourself distancing away from friendships maybe or family members, maybe naturally, or maybe there was a conversation that created the distance, this is totally normal. Because if you have a bunch of people in your life where there was kind of like some enmeshing of boundaries and some codependency and some not so healthy relationship patterns. And then you start, okay, I'm going to clean my side of the street up. I'm going to clean up my, my boundaries and my ability to define, declare and do them. Yeah, some of the relationships in your life just aren't going to work anymore because they were based on you guys, each other just tromping all over each other's boundaries. And it's really hard. It doesn't mean that you have to cut them out completely. Some relationships you might need to cut out completely. Some relationships just might need to be like in a compartment of your life and it is what it is, but it's not going to be the same kind of relationship that you spend the same time of emotional energy or time on it. And just know that if you're going through that, it's completely normal. You're not alone. And it doesn't mean anything about you and trust that there are plenty of people who are going through this process and trying to live this kind of life of having more empowered boundaries for you to then be friends with. And the final reason why it can be sometimes really hard to define, declare, and then do your boundaries is just simply childhood patterns, right? If you grew up in a house where boundaries were not clearly defined or declared or no one followed through and everyone was stepping on each other's boundaries and your mom was expecting you to kind of stand up and be her best friend or even be and or even take over some spousal roles like if your father was absent emotionally or even physically absent or maybe there were some people pleasing behaviors or maybe there was some cycles of abuse or maybe there were some cycles of addiction or or whatever it is basically there wasn't clear boundaries or clear ways to deal with emotions or conversations or difficult things then it can feel really really hard to start doing that as an adult because just simply you've been doing almost the opposite for decades and so just know that give yourself some compassion and give yourself some space that if you're going to start defining declaring and doing your boundaries it's going to feel really hard it's going to feel really unnatural it's it's not complicated in the sense of like how rocket science is complicated right it's hard in the sense that it's just going to be hard emotionally because you're going to, you might get some pushback, but it's going to go against every 
sometimes feeling like everything in your body because it just doesn't feel natural. But I promise that the more you can build this muscle of define, declare, do, this muscle will get stronger. And over time, it will begin to feel more normal. And you'll actually crave these types of relationships because those relationships are going to be so much deeper. Again, whether they're friendships or romantic relationships, when you can really be clear on where the boundaries are, then those relationships are amazing. And that's really where you can get that feminine flow to move and to dance and just to be in a relationship. And that's really, I think, where a lot of the passion and the fun and the excitement can live. So I bring up this third point about why it's so hard to follow through with the three D's of boundaries to let you know that you're not alone. You're going up against decades and decades of habits and beliefs. And I get you. And I get why it's so hard for you to stand up for yourself or to actually follow through with what you said you've want, wanted or needed. And if you are struggling, if you are struggling against decades of beliefs or habits or patterns, and maybe you kind of know where they're coming from or not exactly sure or have no idea where they're coming from, I suggest that you start with uncovering these patterns to see where they came up so you can start to heal them. Because a long time ago, probably a lot longer before the most recent relationship or breakup that you've experienced, probably going way back before then, you've probably created some beliefs around relationships, love, men, or yourself that's playing into why you might let people walk all over you or not treat you the way that you really want to be treated. So if you'd like my support in doing this and uncovering your dating patterns and your love patterns, I'm inviting you and would be honored to have you join me for my upcoming workshop, Uncover Your Dating Patterns, Discover a Simple Yet Powerful Approach to Get Unstuck and Finally Find Love. So again, this workshop is coming up really soon. It's next week at the time of this recording when this podcast episode was released. So do not delay in signing up. You can sign up for free at veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop. And this isn't a workshop where I'm just talking at you and teaching at you because you know, you can read a self help book for that, right? This is really a workshop that's more of like a block removing relationship envisioning energy clearing 60 juicy minutes with me with a group of women who get it. And so in our workshop, together, we'll uncover your biggest block that's keeping you out of love. So you can understand why you attract unavailable guys or sabotage the good ones or whatever your pattern is, I can help you figure out where it came from so you can begin to heal it. I will also share with you the biggest mistake every smart, successful woman makes when meeting a guy, which often leaves her in a self-fulfilling prophecy of it not working out. And then together, we are going to go through my favorite and most effective exercise to uncover what's keeping you stuck and out of love. And again, I am not teaching you this. We are actually doing this process live together. This is what I take my clients through and the women in the love incubator through. And we're going to do a version of that. It'll be a little bit shorter just because I do want to get you in and out in 60 minutes, but you will be able to get a taste of what this exercise is like in the workshop. And you can see how doable it is for you. So again, to join us for this totally free workshop, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop, and I will see you there. And I will also see you next week on the podcast with a brand new episode. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. 
Find the show notes to this episode and all episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. You can also grab bonus downloads and more resources to help you find love at veronicagrant.com. That's also the place you can learn more about my private love and relationship coaching and group coaching programs. And if you love this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you took a moment to leave a rating or review in iTunes. It helps me to build this amazing community and help more amazing women like yourself find real love. And until next time, remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.